The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Believe it or not, it's still Christmas through this Sunday. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Thursday, January 6th, 2022. Thursday after Epiphany in the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2, and Thursday is a day to pray the luminous mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is St. Peter of Canterbury, a monk from Rome's Benedictine Abbey, who accompanied St. Augustine of Canterbury on his missionary journey to England in 597. Peter became the first abbot of the Canterbury Monastery, now known as St. Augustine's Abbey. He drowned off the coast of France. The locals didn't know who he was, so they buried him without honor. But a light appeared over his grave on a nightly basis. The people inquired who he was and buried his body at a church in Boulogne. St. Peter of Canterbury died in 607. St. Peter, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Into thy hands, O God, we commend ourselves this day and all those who are dear to us. Let the gift of thy wonderful presence be with us even to the end of the day. Grant that we never lose sight of thee all the day long, but rather praise and beseech thee that our thanks may come to thee again at its close. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray for all those suffering from religious discrimination and persecution. May their own rights and dignity be recognized, which originate from being brothers and sisters in the human family. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins. For the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. In these days of the Christmas season, the Church puts before us many readings from the Epistle of St. John. John wrote three epistles, and this is from his uh, first epistle. Beloved, we love God because he first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, but hates his brother, he is a liar. For whoever does not love a brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen. This is the commandment we have from him. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. Lord Jesus, your beloved disciple John, who had that experience of your own personal love for him, he called himself the disciple whom Jesus loved, transmits to us this message, the connection between loving you, loving God, and loving others. And we can't separate them. We can't say that we love you and not love others. And this is something, Jesus, of course, that you yourself did. You identified yourself with the least of these, your brethren. 
describing our judgment, our final judgment, at your second coming, you say, What you did to the least of these, my brethren, you did to me. What you failed to do to the least of these, my brethren, you failed to do to me. And Jesus faced with my own inability to love at times, my own impatience, my own critical spirit, my own laziness, my own unwillingness to serve. I ask for your help. I ask for your mercy. Lord, to love you and to love others, I need your grace, and especially to love others. Lord, you are very lovable, but some people in my life I find difficult to love because they've hurt me, because there's personality differences, because I find something annoying about them because of some limitation that they have, or obviously some limitation that I have. But the fact of the matter is that it's not easy. It's not easy to love the least of these, your brethren. And it's good to see that the saints themselves, even the greatest saints, even the most innocent, the biggest hearts, had to struggle, had to work at preserving their charity and not losing their patience. St. Therese of Lisieux, there's a famous anecdote in her autobiography where she talks about having to, to deal with a sister that she found particularly annoying in her prayer. For a long time, St. Therese recounts, my place at meditation was near a sister who fidgeted continually, either with her rosary or something else. Possibly, as I am very keen of hearing, I alone heard her, but I cannot tell you how much it tried me. I should have liked to turn round and, by looking at the offender, make her stop the noise. But in my heart I knew that I ought to bear it tranquilly, both for the love of God and to avoid giving pain. So I kept quiet, but the effort cost me so much that sometimes I was bathed in perspiration, and my meditation consisted merely in suffering with patience. After a time, I tried to endure it in peace and joy, at least deep down in my soul. And I strove to take actual pleasure in the disagreeable little noise. Instead of trying not to hear it, which was impossible, I set myself to listen, as though it had been some delightful music. And my meditation, which was not the prayer of quiet, was passed in offering this music to our Lord. So we see here, Lord Jesus, that souls who are very close to you, souls of a great charity, great love of God, and a great love of neighbor, had to work at it in order not to offend the sister of hers, in order to love you, Lord. St. Therese at first just puts up right with that annoying noise and the strain of her putting up with it is causing her to sweat there and she's offering you that discomfort. But a great effort to live charity, a great effort not to give in to impatience or annoyance. And then she says something very beautiful and very, very deep and insightful. That she strove to take actual pleasure in the disagreeable little noise. And she couldn't not hear it. That was impossible. But she tried to change the way she thought about it. She tried to think of it differently, as something positive, as a sweet music that she can enjoy for love of God and 
for the love of her sister. And that's very beautiful. It's also psychologically very powerful that the suffering that's done unwillingly is a suffering that is greater, that hurts more than suffering that we accept willingly. And so when we can accept suffering without losing justice or charity, right? when there's a suffering that we should accept out of love, well, to embrace it, to see it as something positive, to try to experience it on purpose, as she does here, I strove to take actual pleasure in the disagreeable little noise. It is a secret to sanctifying it, because to do it out of love is to sanctify it. And it's also a secret to make it less difficult to suffer. And therefore, paradoxically, the more we suffer things on purpose out of love, the less they bother us, the less the less they hurt us. Lord Jesus, with your help, help me to learn this lesson. I can't say I love you. I can't be super pious and saying rosaries all the time and going mass all the time, saying that I love God, and yet not loving my brother, whoever he or she may be, my neighbor, some family member, some colleague, that annoying person who I find difficult to love or difficult to put up with. I have to love him or her in order to love God. And here, our faith helps. Jesus says it, what you've done to the least of these, my brethren, you've done to me. That takes faith because we can't see God in the others. We can't see you, Jesus, in the others. But you are there. This is from De Cassade, that famous book, Abandonment to Divine Providence. The life of faith is nothing less than the continued pursuit of God through all that disguises disfigures, destroys, and so to say, annihilates him. It is in very truth a reproduction of the life of Mary, who, from the stable to the cross, remained unalterably united to that God whom all the world misunderstood, abandoned, and persecuted. In like manner, faithful souls endure a constant succession of trials. God hides beneath veils of darkness and elusive appearances which make his will difficult to recognize. But in spite of every obstacle, these souls follow him and love him even to the death of the cross. They know that leaving the darkness, they must run after the light of this divine sun, which from its rising to its setting, however dark and thick may be the clouds that obscure it, enlightens, warms, and inflames the faithful hearts that bless, praise, and contemplate it during the whole circle of its mysterious course. So circumstances in life disguise God's will and they disguise God's presence. Limitations in others, limitations in our own character as well, disguise God's will and they disguise God's presence. And what pierces through the disguises, what enables us to see Jesus in that person who has offended us, to see God in someone whose character clashes with ours. What's this? It's faith. Faith is nothing less than the continued pursuit of God through all that disguises, disfigures, destroys, and so to speak, annihilates him. So Lord, in our effort to live this charity, we want to love you and therefore we don't want to be liars, right? We don't want to say we love God and not love our brothers and sisters. But in order to do that, Lord, I need faith. I need faith to see you in the others, to see 
their value, to see through whatever annoys me about them. We go to Our Lady, Mother of Fair Love, Mother of Love, that's pure, that's fair, right? that's equal, that goes to everyone. We ask her to pray for us, increase our charity, help us to love God, not just in word, but also in deed, by loving Him in and through the others. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour. We'll pray the hours next on Daybreak. It's Thursday, January 6th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We join the whole church in prayer now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore Him. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore Him. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore Him. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. 
Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Christ is born for us. Come, let us adore him. Savior, we will praise you forever. Lord, we are our Savior. We will praise you forever. We heard with our own ears, O God. Our fathers have told us the story of the things you did in their days, you, yourself, in days long ago. To plant them, you uprooted the nations. To let them spread, you laid peoples low. No sword of their own won the land. No arm of their own brought them victory. It was your right hand, your arm, and the light of your face, for you loved them. It is you, my King, my God, who granted victories to Jacob. Through you, we beat down our foes. In your name we trampled our aggressors. For it was not in my bow that I trusted, nor yet was I saved by my sword. It was you who saved us from our foes. It was you who put our foes to shame. All day long our boast was in God, and we praised your name without ceasing. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, we are our Savior. 
we will praise you forever. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Spare us, O Lord. Do not bring your own people into contempt. Yet now you have rejected us, disgraced us. You no longer go forth with our armies. You make us retreat from the foe, and our enemies plunder us at will. You make us like sheep for the slaughter, and scatter us among the nations. You sell your own people for nothing, and make no profit by the sale. You make us the taunt of our neighbors, the laughingstock of all who are near. Among the nations, you make us a byword. Among the peoples, a thing of derision. All day long, my disgrace is before me. My face is covered with shame. At the voice of the taunter, the scoffer, at the sight of the foe and avenger. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Spare us, O Lord. Do Do not bring your own people into contempt. Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. Rise Rise up, O Lord, and save us, for you are merciful. This befell us that we had not forgotten you though we had not been false to your covenant, though we had not withdrawn our hearts, though our feet had not strayed from your path. Yet you have crushed us in a place of sorrows and covered us with the shadow of death. Had we forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to another God? Would not God have found this out He who knows the secrets of the heart. It is for you we face death all day long and are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, O Lord. Why do you sleep? Arise, do not reject us forever. Why do you hide your face and forget our oppression and misery? For we are brought down low to the dust. Our body lies prostrate on the earth. Stand up and come to our help. Redeem us because of your love. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord, rise up and come to our aid. With your strong arm, lead us to freedom, as you mightily delivered our forefathers. Since you are the King who knows the secrets of our hearts, fill them with the light of truth. Rise Rise up, up, O Lord, Lord, and save save us, for for you you are merciful. merciful. The Son of God has come to give us understanding, that That we we might might know know the the true God. God. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. 
Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down with the mountains quaking before you, as when brushwood is set ablaze or fire makes water boil. Thus your name would be made known to your enemies, and the nations would tremble before you. While you wrought awesome deeds we could not hope for, such as they had not heard from of old. No ear has heard, no eye has seen, any God but you, doing such deeds for those who wait for him. Would that you might meet us doing right, that we were mindful of you in our ways. Behold, you are angry and we are sinful. All of us have become like unclean men. All our good deeds are like polluted rags. We have all withered like leaves, and our guilt carries us away like the wind. There is none who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to cling to you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us up to our guilt. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay and you are the potter. We are the work of your hands. Be not so angry, Lord. Keep not our guilt forever in mind. Look upon us who are all your people. Your holy cities have become a desert. Zion is a desert. Jerusalem is a waste. Our holy and glorious temple in which our fathers praised you has been burned with fire. All that was dear to us is laid waste. Can you hold back, O Lord, after all this? Can you remain silent and afflict us so severely? The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. Jerusalem, your salvation comes quickly. Why are you concerned by sorrow? Has your pain returned since you have no counselors? I will save and deliver you. Have no fear. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Redeemer. I will save and deliver you. Have no fear. From a commentary on the Gospel of John by St. Cyril of Alexandria, Bishop. In a plan of surpassing beauty, the Creator of the universe decreed the renewal of all things in Christ. In His design for restoring human nature to its original condition, He gave a promise that He would pour out on it the Holy Spirit along with his other gifts, for otherwise our nature could not enter once more into the peaceful and secure possession of those gifts. He therefore appointed a time for the Holy Spirit to come upon us. This was the time of Christ's coming. He gave this promise when he said, In those days, that is, the days of the Savior, I will pour out a share of my Spirit on all mankind. When the time came for this great act of unforced generosity, 
which revealed in our midst the only begotten Son, clothed with flesh on this earth, a man born of woman, in accordance with Holy Scripture, God the Father gave the Spirit once again. Christ, as the first fruits of our restored nature, was the first to receive the Spirit. John the Baptist bore witness to this when he said, I saw the Spirit coming down from heaven, and it rested on him. Christ received the Spirit in so far as he was man, and in so far as a man could receive the Spirit. He did so in such a way that, though he is the Son of God the Father, begotten of his substance even before the Incarnation, indeed before all ages, yet he was not offended at hearing the Father say to him after he had become man, You are my Son. Today I have begotten you. The Father says of Christ, who was God, begotten of him before the ages, that he has been begotten today. For the Father is to accept us in Christ as his adopted children. The whole of our nature is present in Christ insofar as he is man. So the Father can be said to give the Spirit again to the Son, though the Son possesses the Spirit as his own in order that we may receive the Spirit in Christ. The Son, therefore, took to himself the seed of Abraham, as Scripture says, and became like his brothers in all things. The only begotten Son receives the Spirit, not for his own advantage, for the Spirit is his and is given in him and through him, as we have already said. He receives it to renew our nature in its entirety and to make it whole again. For in becoming man, he took our entire nature to himself. If we reason correctly and use also the testimony of Scripture, we can see that Christ did not receive the Spirit for himself, but rather for us in him. For it is also through Christ that all gifts come down to us. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. The, the nations shall know that I am the Lord, the sanctifier of Israel, Israel when, when my holiness will be established in their midst for all eternity. I shall bring to fulfillment my new covenant with the house of Israel, and with the house of Judah. The nation shall know that I am the Lord, the sanctifier of Israel, when my holiness will be established in their midst for all eternity. Let us pray. O God, who through your Son raised up your eternal light for all nations, grant that your people may come to acknowledge the full splendor of their Redeemer that, bathed evermore in his radiance, they may reach everlasting glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 
22 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes in conversation with God and morning prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Thursday, January 6, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Jesus identifies himself. From the fourth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and a report concerning him went out through all the surrounding country. He taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And he went to the synagogue, as his custom was on the Sabbath day. He stood up to read, and there was given to him the book of the prophet Isaiah. He opened the book and found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all in the synagogue were fixed on him. Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke well of him, and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, the three wise men give us a great example of offering only the best to God. We should always aim for that, too. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. The kings, opening their store of treasures, offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. The most precious gifts of the East they offer only the best for God. They offer him gold, a symbol of royalty. We Christians also want to have Jesus in all human activities, to have him exercise his reign of justice, holiness, and peace over all souls. We also offer him the precious gold we receive when in spirit we are detached from money and material goods. Let us not forget that these things are good, for they come from God. But the Lord has laid down that we should use them without allowing our hearts to become attached to them by putting them to good use for the benefit of all mankind. We offer him incense, the perfume which was burned each evening on the altar as a symbol of the hope placed in the Messiah. Incense is our desire to live a noble life which gives off the aroma of Christ. To impregnate our words and actions with his aroma is to sow understanding and friendship. We should accompany others so that no one is left or can feel abandoned. The pleasant smell of incense comes from some small hidden grains of aromatic material placed upon the burning charcoal. 
Likewise is the sweet fragrance of Christ noticed among men, not in a sudden burst of flame, but in the constant red-hot embers of virtues, such as justice, loyalty, faithfulness, understanding, and cheerfulness. With the kings we also offer myrrh, because God incarnate will take upon himself our weaknesses and be burdened with our sorrows. Myrrh is the spirit of sacrifice that can never be lacking in a Christian life. Myrrh reminds us of the passion of our Lord. On the cross he has offered wine mingled with myrrh, and it was with myrrh that his body was anointed for burial. But do not think that to meditate on the need for sacrifice and mortification means to add a note of sadness to this joyful feast we celebrate. Mortification is not pessimism or bitterness. Mortification, on the contrary, is very closely related to joy, to charity, to making life pleasant for others. Mortification does not usually consist of great renunciations, for situations requiring great self-denial seldom occur. Mortification is made up of small conquests, such as smiling at those who annoy us, denying the body some superfluous fancy, getting accustomed to listening to others, making full use of the time God allots us, and so many other details. We find it in the apparently trifling problems, difficulties, and worries which arise without our looking for them in the course of each day. We make our offering to our Lord daily because we can meet Him every day in the Holy Mass and Communion. When the priest offers the paten, we can place our offering there too, made up of little things which Jesus will accept. If we do the little things we offer with the right intention, they acquire a far greater value than gold, frankincense, or myrrh because they are united to the sacrifice of Christ, the Son of God, who offers himself there. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you will find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, it's time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. O Shepherd of Israel, hear us. You who lead Joseph's flock, shine forth from your cherubim throne upon Ephraim, Benjamin, Manasseh. O Lord, rouse up your might. O Lord, come to our help. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Lord God of hosts, how long will you frown on your people's plea? You have fed them with tears for their bread, an abundance of tears for their drink. You have made us the taunt of our neighbors. Our enemies laugh us to scorn. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us, and we shall be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. To plant it, you drove out the nations. Before it, you cleared the ground. It took root and spread through the land. The mountains were covered with its shadow. 
the cedars of God with its boughs. It stretched out its branches to the sea. To the great river it stretched out its shoots. Then why have you broken down its walls? It is plucked by all who pass by. It is ravaged by the boar of the forest, devoured by the beasts of the field. God of hosts, turn again, we implore. Look down from heaven and see. Visit this vine and protect it, the vine your right hand has planted. Men have burnt it with fire and destroyed it. May they perish at the frown of your face. May your hand be on the man you have chosen, the man you have given your strength, and we shall never forsake you again. Give us life that we may call upon your name. God of hosts, bring us back. Let your face shine on us and we shall be saved. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in, in the, the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, Eternal Shepherd, you so tend the vineyard you planted that now it extends its branches even to the farthest coast. Look down on your church and come to us. Help us remain in your Son as branches on the vine that, planted firmly in your love, we may testify before the whole world to your great power working everywhere. Stir up your mighty power, Lord. Come to our aid. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. I give you thanks, O Lord though you have been angry with me. Your anger has abated, and you have consoled me. God indeed is my Savior. I am confident and unafraid. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. With joy you will draw water at the fountain of salvation and say on that day, Give thanks to the Lord, acclaim his name, among the nations make known his deeds. Proclaim how exalted is his name. Sing praise to the Lord for his glorious achievement. Let this be known throughout all the earth. Shout with exultation, O city of Zion, for great in your midst is the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it, As it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord has worked marvels for us. Make it known to the ends of the world. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Ring out your joy to God our strength. Shout in triumph to the God of Jacob. Raise a song and sound the timbrel the sweet-sounding harp and the lute. Blow the trumpet at the new moon when the moon is full on our feast. For this is Israel's law, a command of the God of Jacob. He imposed it as a rule on Joseph when he went out against the land of Egypt. 
a voice I did not know said to me, I freed your shoulder from the burden. Your hands were freed from the load. You called in distress, and I saved you. I answered concealed in the storm cloud. At the waters of Mirabah I tested you. Listen, my people, to my warning. O Israel, if only you would heed. Let there be no foreign god among you, no worship of an alien god. I am the Lord, your God, who brought you from the land of Egypt. Open wide your mouth and I will fill it. But my people did not heed my voice, and Israel would not obey. So I left them in their stubbornness of heart to follow their own designs. Oh, that my people would heed me, that Israel would walk in my ways. At once I would subdue their foes, turn my hand against their enemies. The Lord's enemies would cringe at their feet, and their subjection would last forever. But Israel I would feed with finest wheat and fill them with honey from the rock. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, open our mouths to proclaim your glory. Help us leave sin behind, and to rejoice in professing your name. Ring Ring out out your joy joy to to God God, our our strength. A reading from the book of Isaiah. Say to daughter Zion, your Savior comes. Here is his reward with him, his recompense before him. They shall be called the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. All peoples will be blessed in him, men and women of every race. All All peoples will will be blessed blessed in him, men and women of every race. All nations will acclaim his glory, men and women of every race. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. All peoples will be blessed in him, men and women of every race. All peoples bearing gifts will come from afar. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, 
The dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. All peoples bearing gifts will come from afar. Alleluia. Rejoice in the wonderful works of the Lord, for He has given us hope through the birth of His Son. Let us all cry out with great joy. Glory Glory to to God God in in the the highest. With the angels and patriarchs and prophets. We praise you, Lord. Glory Glory to to God God in in the the highest. With Mary, the Virgin Mother of God. Our whole being proclaims your greatness, Lord. Glory Glory to to God God in in the the highest. With the apostles and evangelists, we give you thanks, Lord. Glory Glory to to God God in in the highest. With all the holy martyrs, we offer our bodies to you as consecrated victims. Glory Glory to to God God in in the highest. With all your holy witnesses in the church, we dedicate our lives to you in deepest faith. Glory Glory to to God God in in the highest. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. O God, who through your Son raised up your eternal light for all nations, grant that your people may come to acknowledge the full splendor of their Redeemer, that, bathed evermore in his radiance, they may reach everlasting glory. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. It's a good day to give praise to God. Any day is a good day to give praise to God. So go out and do that. Morning Air is coming up with John and Glenn in just a few minutes. Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.